Hello, my friends. Welcome to the day three wrap up. And I finally gave this whole experience a proper name. The beauty of space. Because this is what it is. Getting yourself more space to think, to breathe, to let in new good stuff, friends. This is literally what, what came to me. And this is just purely what I want to let you be part of and want you to inspire, to seek for you in your own life and space. So, day three, what happens? Do you, do you hear my voice, actually? I feel so much better. I really only contributed to the freaking chicken soup. <laughs> I feel like the most healing thing my sister can ever could have come up with. So, I'm so, so grateful for her. And literally, this one day of rest, it wasn't even a full day, but like giving myself permission on day one and two to take a couple of naps and take it a little slow and be more gentle with myself was really a game changer. So today on day three, I was really able to like change shift gear and then really be more present and be more of service, so to say, which was an interesting experience because I'm a manifest in human design. And like one of our qualities is just healing with our presence and not by our actions. I mean, it's actually it counts for everybody, but I think especially I feel like I have some some issues to heal here. That just my presence is really what's helping people, what can make a difference. And tying it back to day one when we when I shared with you how just how I made the decision that I'm showing up for her, unlock this whole new bucket of energy for her, was already the game changer for unlocking this whole new possibility of hey, this actually can be an enjoyable experience this whole moving and year closing and hire like releasing teachers and hiring new teachers and onboarding new kids for the school like there are so many rolling balls and especially today she had two meetings where it was like okay this also needs to happen now and she, at one point she was saying like hey do other people not get like moving holiday or something where you can just focus on moving and not also have to manage a whole school with 50 kids it's like hmm there is something to it and this is none of the other reasons where i really wanted to gift her this week and i'm grateful that i can make this little mini series here for you so day three what came down so step one was really i i, I felt that urge to really step up my podcast game again and to really make that happen for you to make it a proper thing. It was again like, oh, I made the recordings, but where I want to post them and what want to happen with them. But like, you know, I want to really be, let you be part of it and want this to live on my podcast because why not? If you really enjoy my presence and love my voice, then you want to be part of this. And I want to serve those who really want that. The lurkers may lurk, but I want to serve those who are really curious and want to be closer to the scene and more involved in what's actually happening. So this is my gift to you. So this was first conspiring in the early morning. And then here's the theme of what I uncovered on day three. The gift that the sage perspective <laughs> was allowing me to see on day three. Because like I had this sub quest of what I'm here for because I have quite an experience of reselling things so I did it 
twice now, tw two other moves, like one in Vienna, like from one place to the other, and then one, the big thing where we moved from Vienna away to Cyprus, and we had to be liquefied as much as possible. <laughs> and so I learned a few things of how to really optimize, like an ad and how to place it, and also how to make the photos and what people are looking for and what's really worth resetting and what's maybe a little more hassle than it would actually reward you with the cash. And there were so many cool incidences today, which was so funny. For example, I'm in charge of reselling, so I chose the chairs because the dining chairs, they're not going to take them with them. They are like over 10 years old. So that first, when they first moved back from New York, so they used to live in New York. So when they first came back to Vienna, this was kind of the first thing they could afford. And this land of this spacey, spacey looking Ikea chairs. I mean, they are, they're cute. They're really cute. They're not the most un most comfortable. I mean, with a pillow, they, they work, but they're these, these really white, full plastic chairs and with a kind of fluid airstream design. And it was so interesting because I assume, I mean, they didn't tell me yet, so maybe I'm going to ask them tomorrow, but I assume they were thinking like, okay, maybe we can get a couple of bucks for them because they are so wear down and they got grayish and that paint marks on all over them because the kids started painting the legs with crayons and stuff. And I saw the white chair. I remembered the white chair, how the first got it. And I remembered this first, I think it was even like kind of a Thanksgiving event or New Year's or something where the whole family was together and we needed all of these eight chairs uh, in this old Vienna apartment. And I remember those crisp white chairs. I was thinking like, hey, what if we just really, really scrubbed them hard? This white chair resurface. And I kid you not. I mean, I started already on uh, day one. I, I started the first little scrubbing on with the little energy I had that day. And it was fascinating. It went quite well. And it was like, oh my God, this is really working. And it's so fascinating. I kid you not. Like, I think two weeks ago... I learned from my inner voice teacher. She brought like a similar example with white shoes and tied it back to like spiritually almost to like your core, pure human being with the pure intentions and desires, the thing that you actually want to bring forward and kind of the dirt that's on it. Like if it's on your, the white shoes with the black skid marks and like the white chair with the gray gunk that's all over it. Oh, logically, because I mean, it's been 10 years in use and two kids later and so many beautiful events and festivities that the, these chairs kind of participated in. And so it makes sense that there's a lot of things that piled up on that chair. And there was never a time to really properly clean it in that time. So when you wait 10 years, there's, this, there's layers, layers, layers of dust, of dirt, of things just pile up. It's okay. But as long as you remember the pure essence of that white chair, you can go back to it. You have the chance to clean back those layers. You give yourself time and permission, like, hey, I'm determined to find that white chair again. 
And maybe there are some cuts and um, things. If it's a wood chair, of course, there are some other things that could happen to it. But like you can always restore it. You can always restore it. I mean, I don't know how many white wooden chairs I also fixed kind of with wood, wood fillers and again, white paint or something. You can always restore it once you give yourself permission. And like cleaning those, I mean, I cleaned five of those. Later when we decluttered the garage, we found three more. So we have eight. We know that now. So today, uh, like on day four, I have to then really clean um, those other three chairs. So once I cleaned those, like with every chair, like this belief really fostered and fostered even more for me. I really saw this gift like coming out of the dirt, like coming out of the haze. became so crystal clear for me. The thing you think is holding you back from whatever you want to achieve. Like, I want to have that healthy routine, but I can't figure out how to make that work in my schedule. This can't figure out how to work in my schedule belief is literally the gunk that's stuck to that white chair. It's not the chair. It's just the gunk that's stuck to it. Because you rubbed it so hard for so many decades in, because you fostered that belief so hard that you... That you, when you ask your ego mind, like you say, like, no, that's part of the chair. Of course, you see, it's so well attached to that chair. This belief, hey, that's never going to work. I, every time I try to set aside time for me, something important comes up. Some urgencies, there's always something happening and messing up with my plans. If you really hold that belief so strong and it feels so true to you, of course, your unsolicited mind will think that is that it became part of the chair. So it is freaking valuable. It is freaking important, necessary, if not even, to have someone in your life. I hope you have someone. And if it's me, I'm very happy to be that person for you to help you see that this is not you. That this is just something that you have practiced for a very long time. Nothing went wrong. And there are techniques and there are things that can help you remove it. Like in the, like say, professional setting, if you come to a coaching session, I bring the right scrub and the right like soap to help you clean that faster. Of course, you can clean it yourself in, in, in little increments, but you can clean it. Coming into coaching is just helping you speed up the process. That's all that's happening. There is no other real magic that's happening. It's really just a fast track. To get through hell the fastest. I think I brought that up already, right? This Churchill saying of, if you're going through hell, just keep walking. Don't stand still. Don't complain about the heat. Just keep walking. And being in a coaching container or having someone at your side that helps you find the path through faster, help you go through that faster so you have to suffer less and can enjoy more on the other side. And literally, like, tying it back to the freaking plastic chair like if you don't see the possibility that this can even be a possibility that it can get back to that stage of course you won't even try so this is why i see really my obligation almost to help you see where are parts of you where you know of that clean crisp white chair still in you it's just been cluttered and gunked up for the past years. Nothing went wrong. You can get yourself permission to clean the chair back up. 
it's possible. It might take a little while and a little effort and a little handy hard work. But once you give yourself the permission first, step one, give yourself permission that this is possible. You can go back if you wanted to. It is theoretically possible to restore it, to restore your soul, to get back to what you actually want, to reconnect back to this pure desire of, hey, I want to establish that healthy routine. Hey, I want to get that job that really fulfills me. I want to build a, a healthy, loving, nurturing, unconditional love relationship that I deserve, that my heart longs for. This is possible for me. And step two, really committing to cl just cleaning out anything that's in between you and that goal. And step three, doing it. And getting there and following through. Not until 50%, like, oh, that's clean enough. I remember now it was in one chair. Or just cleaning one leg and the other three are still dirty. I had that too. And this is so freaking annoying. But this is what I see so many people do when they kind of just do it half-assed. Also like, oh, I saw a first little result. Or also with weight loss. I mean, I coach people also on intuitive eating. And once they first get a glimpse of, okay, this is this could be working. They stop. They say like, okay, that's good enough. Thank you. I got it now. Or like what I do now with um, the mental fitness with PQ and these PQ reps and building that muscle of, okay, I allow myself to shift brain and then get out of survival mode and into stage mode. This is reps. This is literally like you're going to the gym and you're lifting the weight once and like, oh God, okay, I now, now know how to lift the weight. That's good enough. I can recall how to lift a weight whenever I need to, but that's not the same as actually putting in the time and literally consistently keep lifting the weight that will build the muscle, that will make it easier, that will literally help you shift your physique and therefore your whole outlook. So this is really my aha moment, my gift from this day three of this plastic chair. And I wanted to give this back to you, like what is some area in your life where you almost forgot that you have that pure, white, clean plastic chair still in you. Is it like, hey, I know how to deeply love. Or you have like a professional clock or gunk clear of gunk on you. Is it like, it's not possible to me, for me to get paid for doing what I actually love. This is the gunk. Or if it's with your health journey or your emotional eating. It's like, hey, it's just impossible for me to just eat when I'm hungry and stop when I'm full and not eat compulsively when I'm triggered. That's the gunk. This can all be removed. And this is what I have my clients do. And this is what I have my sister do. And this is just pure mind-blowing. And I actually had another funny, interesting moment. Because, like, in the evening, we had a little more quality time to talk, even. And we, I mean, there were actually two more scenarios. Like, again, why having someone in your corner is freaking time management. It's the most time warping thing you can do for you. So we had the scenario with cleaning out the garage. This is a video XXL declutter to really put everything out of that garage and, and labeling. Okay, keep toss return and at one point she was like oh god this is so emotionally draining I'm so exhausted and I helped her refocus like okay no this is why we do this 
this is the decision we actually need to make now. It's not like how to keep it or when to return it. Go back to that other layer of decision-making where it's easier and it flows more quickly and more fluid. And I kid you not, like half an hour later, this was done. Something that normally, if I wouldn't have been there, maybe she would have put off again for another week until it was really crunch time. And this was kind of haunting her all these next seven nights and <laughs> robbing her of good energy that she could use, put to good use otherwise. So this was scenario two, really helping her refocus and going through that last bit of hell. Like, no, 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 you can keep walking, keep walking. You are almost through. There is the end point. Keep going through that valley of misery. You're almost there. I got you. I'm here with you. And scenario three was when we then talked in the evening and I was explaining her more about this positive intelligence framework and how it's actually different from just meditation training or just mindfulness to really learn how to literally light up a different area in your brain to trigger different thoughts and results. It's mind-blowing. Like from that past training I had with PQ, I literally feel a different part of my area light up when I'm in survival mode versus when I'm in sage mode. We talked about that and she brought that yoga example because she's also a yoga teacher. And she said, oh, I would love it to have like 20 minutes in the morning to um, I've laid out the map, do my little yoga routine, just, just 20 minutes. Come on, it doesn't have to be that hard. This has to work. And she was then telling me like, hey, once she gets up in the morning at six and she has this time until eight to bring the kids to school. Like these two hours, they fly by so fast. There's so many other things she needs to take care of. And then he looks at the clock and it's eight again. Like what happened? And then she said, okay, what, you know, what I say then is, hey, I love to inspire that you move for joy. Like what really what your body craves right now. And if it's a little morning sun salute, and at 5 p.m., it's fine. This is exactly a little stretch or a little jumping or, or bouncing. Like, this is exactly what your body craves. Or going for that walk. This is exactly what your body craves. And this counts. And it was so funny because it was literally mind-blowing for her when I told her, like, I like to enjoy working out in the evening, in the afternoon. Like, somewhere between 5 and 7. This is where I, I literally crave workout. Not in the morning. Like, I hate when people all over the internet talk about morning routines. And this is how the perfect three-hour morning routine looks like. Like, shut the F up. Seriously, this is just not how it works for me. I love using my brain juice. I get up, I take a shower, maybe stretch a little, pamper myself a little, and then I go back straight to work. And that doesn't mean I don't value myself or that I don't practice self-care or any bullshit. This is just how I love to operate. I'm really doing it out of joy. I'm doing it out of sage. And then I chose movement based on joy, based from that sage brain. Like, actually, maybe I like to go on a walk right now and think about that thing I need to solve. Perfect. Do it. Like, all these things can come up once, once you give yourself permission to move for joy. So I just offer, like, you can do yoga, these 20-minute things, before you go to bed at night. Because the yoga mat is still there for you once you fall into bed. And you can say, okay, before I fall into bed, I do a couple of stretches and things. And then she said, like, okay, yes, but I do these couple of movements, a little down dog, when the coffee is brewing. And, yeah. And I was like, this counts. This counts. This all counts. 
don't discount what you're doing, but this counts. Count that in, those little things. In person, in person, in picky, we call this really this picky wrap. So anything that lasts about 10 seconds, like three conscious breaths, is a picky wrap that helps you shift into sage. So if it's just a quick down dog with three breaths, or when you're eating and you're just chewing and enjoying the texture and the taste of what you're eating, for three breaths, this is a picky wrap. This is your possibility, your permission to shift into sage mode. So this was, I think, also really eye-opening. So these were kind of the the three cool moments, yes, of day three where it was like, okay, this is really powerful. Having someone in your corner that believes in you, that pulls you through, that shows you the fastest way, the co-pilot, to get you on the other side, is freaking powerful. And this is really the point, though. I feel like it was so worth it to travel sick to lie here for one day, not being productive, to be able to help her and give her that gift. So this is my little wrap-up of day three. Day four is going to be interesting. I'm going to do a couple of rounds. I'm going to bring the kids to school. So again, I'm gifting my sister today time. I'm taking on some some errands, so she has really quality time at home. And also my brother-in-law is at home taking a day off and... I'm just happy that I can give them this this quality time, literally. So, my friend, thank you so much for checking in for day three. And I hope you enjoyed this journey. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or are curious about any of my declutter hacks or anything else, how I help my clients make more space and enjoy the beauty of space again, I'm here for you. Just write me a DM on Instagram or write me an email. Respond to my newsletter. I'm I'm here. And I wish you a wonderful rest of the day and I see you on day four.